Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, July 8th, 2023, and I welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Wow, we're in the month of July. We are in the halfway point of 2023, and I hope that this episode finds you focused, determined, executing on your goals, manifesting your vision, realizing your dreams, and living the life that you were created and destined to live. For those of us here in the United States, it was a shorter week as we had um, a holiday this week, and so I hope everybody enjoyed their holiday. For those that had the day off and that you were able to rest and rejuvenate as we move into this very important part of the year, the third quarter. And so I thank you, as always, for taking the time out of your life and your day and your schedule to join us for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. I want to say hello to my regular listeners, those of you that are listening on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for continuing to be a part of this show. Um, You all have been with me literally from the beginning, and I'm so grateful for you. Um, Look out, we have some new exclusive content coming to the Apple Podcast platform really soon. Hello, Stitcher. Unfortunately, Stitcher is going away, and I'm so sad to hear that because you all have been with me just as long as the Apple Podcast platform. But thank you so much for doing life with me, and I hope that you will find the podcast on a different platform in the future. Hello to those of you that are listening to me on Google Podcasts. Hello to those of you listening on Spotify. I really love Spotify. And every time we look at the data and the analytics on Spotify, I'm just blown away. The countries, the reach, the impact that this podcast is having in places that I never imagined it would reach. And so I'm so grateful and so thankful that you're tuning in and that you're getting some value from the platform. Hello to those of you listening to me on iHeartRadio. I absolutely love iHeartRadio, and thank you for being a part of the community as well. Hello to Amazon Music and Audible and any other platform that I may not have named. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. For those of you that may be listening for the very first time, I'm so grateful that you would take the time out of your life your day, your schedule to join us here for another edition of the Jamil Sanders Podcast. The podcast was started more than a decade ago. It's still hard to believe that. And from the inception, we've had one intention, and that is to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and to maximize their greatest potential. And through intriguing conversations, inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies, we want to help you live your greatest life every single day. And that's what this platform will always be about. And so in saying that, I would love to connect with you beyond this podcast. You can find out more about me at www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. There you'll find a plethora of empowerment resources and tools to help you live a greater life. You'll find out more about me, the work I'm doing, products and services, and so much more. Uh, You can also sign up for my newsletter that goes out quarterly right there on the home page. So definitely connect with the newsletter. You can also find the links to all of my social media platforms with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders. And I would love to connect with you on social. I am active on social and I would love to connect and do life with you. So thank you in advance for connecting and being a part of the work. Speaking of the work, Beyond this podcast, I am the founder and the CEO of Jamel Sanders International LLC, a global management consulting advisory firm that was started with the intention of empowering individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And ultimately, I work with leaders in business and government around the world helping to bring solutions to complex global problems. And so if you want to learn more about me, the services we offer, conferences, seminars, symposiums, keynote presentations, 
my consulting and advisory work with leaders around the globe and so much more. You can find that there on our website as well. So thank you so much for connecting and giving us the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you in the days to come. Uh, Speaking of products and services, I want to recommend two things really quick, and I want to leave as much time as possible for the topic today. But um, if you go to my site and you peruse the site, you'll see that I have written quite a few books, and um, I'm so excited. My latest release, uh, Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession, is having a massive impact on people's lives. And let me tell you, this is the book that almost never got written. You know, for years, people have really been pushing me to um, write a book around my faith and my spiritual life. And while every book I write has pieces of my faith in it, um, I had never done a book quite like this. And I was a bit concerned about how this book would resonate with my audience. And so I put it off and put it off. And finally, I just decided I was going to write it. And let me tell you, that was one of the best decisions I ever made. The stories are moving. Uh, The feedback that I've gotten has been incredible. And there are so many stories of transformation, aha moments, breakthroughs that people are having as they read this book. And that was really the prayer that I had is that it would impact people's lives, and it's doing that. And so uh, in Pressure, I really delved into my personal spiritual journey to spiritual awakening, uh, the foundations of my faith, and the power of uh, prayer. How do you bring a prophetic possibility out of the invisible realm into the realm of manifestation. You do it through a process of prophetic development. And so what this book is really about, it's about how to bring into view and into manifestation those things that have been predestined for your life even before the foundation of the world and how I have used these laws and principles to attract into my life the very things that I desire. And so uh, you can get a copy of Pressure from Amazon, Kindle Nook. Most major booksellers have access to it. And it has blessed so many people's lives, and I'm so grateful for everyone that has supported Pressure this far. Uh, Beyond Pressure, I want to recommend one more resource to you and anybody that knows me. I'm a writer. I've written 11 books, so I do like to write. Um, And I love to journal. I've been journaling for decades, and journaling is so powerful. It has brought healing, it has brought clarity, it has brought freedom, it has brought wisdom, transformation. I could go on, I could do a whole series on the power of journaling because it has really changed my life. I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine a couple of months ago, and we were talking about journals. And when you start talking about journals, I get really excited because I have a lot of them, and I was telling him how I'm really into customized journals right now, and I said, you know, I should do something with that. And they said, just do it. And so uh, within an hour, I had found a manufacturer and someone to do design. I found a distributor, and within the scope of an hour, I had taken that from concept to market. And so they were like, you were really not playing. It was available for sale within the same day. And um, it's my breakthrough journal. And uh, let me tell you, I have been writing in that journal. It has been traveling with me. It has been everywhere. Um, And I've had so many ideas and concepts that have come to me, and I just love the journal. And the breakthrough journal is great because it gives you the opportunity to write your goals, to clarify your vision, and to plan for your future. And not only that, but if you've listened to this podcast regularly, I do give you assignments, and having that breakthrough journal will help you do some of the inner work that I talk about so much so that you can begin to make progress, you can begin to grow and evolve and to become the best version of yourself. So if you want to get a copy of the breakthrough journal, you can go right now to jamelsanders.com 
right there on the home page. You can find it, or you can go under my shop, and you will find the Breakthrough Journal there as well. Thank you so much to everyone that has supported it already. Um, People say that they are loving it, and I'm glad that it's a tool that can help you in your journey to success. So what I want to do, I want to take a very quick break, and we're going to jump right back into the show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, welcome back. So last week, we launched a brand new series, uh, and the series is called Launch, Daring to Pursue a Deeper Life. When I finished uh, the last series, we've been talking about growth and development a lot this year because I really wanted to hone in on that. And I was trying to figure out where did I want to go next. And as I was sitting and thinking Um, this topic began to well up in me, and I said, this is where we're going next. And so um, thank you so much. Some of you did provide some feedback on the last episode, and the feedback was amazing. Uh, People were like, wow, 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 what a way to really jump into summer with a series like this. And uh, people said there was so much depth and wisdom and insight that they were able to extract from the episode, and I was so happy to hear that. And uh, keep the feedback coming. Connect on social. If you don't want to post something publicly, send it as a direct message or um, post a quote that stood out to you in in hashtag Jamel show. But just let us know how the message of empowerment is impacting your life. I always love hearing from you. So let's try to delve into part two of launch, daring to pursue a deeper life. One of the most important discoveries you can ever make is that you were created to live a deeper life. So many people I talk with around the world, they are so unhappy and dissatisfied and miserable with their lives, and they can't really understand why their lives are not working and While there are a lot of things that we can begin to look at when we talk about a person's life not working, uh, most of the time what I've discovered from my life and experience and even working with other people is that a lot of this boils down to not really having any depth to their lives. Um, I really believe that all of us have this internal desire and insatiable craving for a more meaningful life. And unfortunately, for most people, it remains a craving, but it never becomes a pursuit. I think that's really important what I just said. So let me say it again. For many people, a meaningful life becomes a craving, but it never comes a pursuit. And for me, it couldn't just be a craving. It's something that I had to pursue for myself. And as I began to pursue it, there was this level of freedom and fulfillment that came into my life, unlike anything I'd ever experienced before. And what I found out is that when you begin to live a fulfilling life, you begin to become a magnet. People become drawn to you because um Not only is there something different about your life, but there is this light that is radiating from you that is so different from anything else that people see in the world. And, you know, people like, there's something about you that is just so different and so unique and so inspiring and so motivating and so... Uh, enthralling, and I really believe that it is because I made that decision to pursue a greater and a deeper life, and I believe that your fulfillment will come when you make that quality decision to pursue a more fulfilling life for yourself as well. Uh, In my experience, I have found that you will either live a meaningful life or an insignificant life. Now, let me just tell you that there is nothing more tragic in the world than living a life of in, excuse me, of insignificance. And there are so many people that are living an insignificant life. How do I know it? I can see it in their countenance. They are not happy. They are dissatisfied, and they are on this wild goose chase for something that they don't really know. 
um, you can ask them, what are you looking for? What is it that you really want? And they can't really articulate it, but what they do know is that there is this hole and this space in them that is so unfulfilled, and they want to figure out how to get rid of that feeling and how to get to a more meaningful life. I've discovered that an insignificant life is a life lived without purpose or passion. An insignificant life is a life that is lived without purpose or passion. I could say so much here. I know that for me, I didn't really feel alive until I began to discover my assignment and what I was put on this earth to do. And I feel like a lot of people are nothing more than fixtures in the world when they were created to be forces in the universe. And so a fixture is just something that remains in one place. It doesn't add any real value or contribution to the world. And in order to become a force, you have to discover what your purpose is. And I can't tell you what your purpose is. I can point you in direction of your purpose. I can talk with you and try to pull out some things related to your purpose, but that's something you have to find. And to any person that is listening to me, please do not take a lifetime to find your purpose. Um, you know, a lot of people is so sad that they get so late in their lives and they still don't understand what their purpose is. And you have to find it out. You have to find that thing that you have been called and destined to do with your life. I know that the purpose of my life involves leadership and empowering people to become the best and greatest version of themselves so that they can serve the world around them. I feel like if you don't know your purpose, the greatest thing you can do is to live a life in service because as you live a life in service, that service is going to bring awareness and awakening in you to gifts and talents and things that you didn't even know that you have. I was having a conversation a few days ago with someone and I was telling them how, and people do not believe this when I say it, but it is the truth. And I had somebody there that could verify it. I said that many of the things that I'm doing today, um, I would have never done years ago. I did not like and still do not like spotlights and platforms and all of that stuff. I would much rather be behind the scenes. That's just my natural inclination. But when I really began to discover my purpose and the magnitude of the mission of my life, it forced me out of that comfort zone of being behind the scenes. All of a sudden, the person that was in the back in the corner is on the forefront. And it was very uncomfortable. And at moments, it's still uncomfortable to me. But it's what I was put here to do. And they said, I just couldn't see that because I just see you out front and doing all of these things. And I said, you see that because it is an evolution and you, you're you meeting a different version of me. You didn't meet that version. But um, you, you have to start the journey. So many times we're trying to figure out all the pieces and all the intricacies of our lives and our destiny You could have never told me that I would be doing the things I'm doing today, that I would be impacting the people I'm impacting and doing the type of work that I'm doing around the world. But I just trusted the process and took the journey, and it led me here. And so I believe if you would just get going, uh, things will begin to be uncovered and unraveled for you in the midst of you taking the action. Um, A meaningful life is a life lived beyond the shores of comfort and convenience. And so a lot of times our lives are not changing. We're not experiencing the breakthroughs that we want to see in our lives because we will not leave our comfort zone. And as I told you in the last episode, 2023 has challenged me on every level imaginable. If there was ever a year that I had been forced all the way out of my comfort zone, this is that year. And, you know, because I set very big goals and very lofty goals this year, and I have hit a lot of them already, and we're only halfway through the year, but it took a lot of courage and a lot of action, and I just had to do it. And I think a lot of times 
the thing that is really holding us back is discomfort and convenience. And you're not going to get to the next level. You're not going to be expanded in your capacity. You're not going to be fulfilled until you step outside of your comfort zone. Most people have been content with living a comfortable and a convenient life. We like it. It doesn't inconvenience us. It doesn't require a lot of us. But the problem with this is that comfort and convenience will never produce the change or the breakthroughs that you want to see in your life. In fact, comfort and convenience will only constrict you to cycles of frustration and failure. How do I know this? Because I'm not telling you what I researched or Googled. I'm telling you what I've lived. And when you don't step outside of your comfort zone, you will continue to experience cycles of frustration and failure in your life. And there are people that will say, I don't know why this keeps happening to me. And I will tell them this simple phrase that I always say, if you do the same, you get the same. If you do different, you get different. What different thing are you going to do that's going to change the direction of your life? And people clap and they're like, that's so profound, but they don't do anything. And so I come in contact with that person a year later, two years later, they're in the exact same spot that I left them in. Why? Because they will not do the thing that is going to move their life to the next level. And in order for that to happen, you have got to step outside of your comfort zone and you got to be willing to do something different. Whatever this season is demanding of you, answer that demand with action. Let me say that again. Whatever this season of your life is demanding of you, Answer that demand with action, and I guarantee you that your life is going to change for the better. A constricted life is a powerless life, and a constricted life is a conflicted life. Write that down. A constricted life is a conflicted life, and the world is filled with conflicted people. You can go in a store. You can sit beside them on an airplane. You can run into them in the supermarket. People are so conflicted. And when I see a conflicted person, it lets me know that they don't have clarity in their lives. And you got to have clarity. You don't have to have clarity about everything, but you got to have clarity about something. Let me say that again. You don't have to have clarity about everything, but you do have to have clarity about something. And some people don't have clarity about anything in their lives. You got to get some clarity. That means that you got to shut the noise off and you got to get quiet and you got to listen, have those divine conversations, listen for the whispers of eternity, begin to step outside of this dimension and step into the, the next dimension, step into your true self and who you really are and who you've been created to be. Um, a lot of our lives are just too noisy and distracted, social media, our phones are constantly ringing, text messages are going off. Sometimes you got to cut all of that off and you just got to get quiet. And you know I'm a man of faith. You got to have a conversation with God. I need some clarity about my life. There are some things that are just out of order with my life and I feel like this is just a chaotic situation. And I need some solutions. And as you begin to cut the noise off, you begin to be able to hear with clarity and you can hear your own voice again. You can begin to make those necessary decisions and changes that you need to make in your life. And so as we delve deeper into this new and exciting series, Inc., and to assess your life, I want you to assess your life so that you can alter your life and awaken to the life that you've been created to live. Assessment is so important. Assessment is something I do all the time because assessment gives us the ability Uh, to determine what's working and what's not working about our lives. Um, You know, assessment is so important. Even as we were crossing into the third quarter, there were some assessments that I had to make about some things in my life. Is this really working or is this not working? Is this something that I need to remove from my life? Is this something that I need to increase in my life? What decisions do I need to make? And so I'm always assessing things. You have to assess because if you're not assessing, then it lets me know that you're not progressing and you're not growing. You're staying stuck. And so take the time to assess 
your life and where you are in your life so that you can be more effective. Assessment requires reflection and demands that you take personal responsibility. And I think this is one of the reasons that so many people don't like to assess their lives because it is going to take reflection. And so as you heard me say, a lot of my 2023 goals have already been hit, and there are some that I'm still going for in the second half of this year. But even in that, there is still a level of reflection. How did I execute on so many of those things already? What did I learn in the process? What mindsets and tools helped me to do that? And what adjustments do I need to make for the second half of the year to be even greater than the first half? So that requires reflection, and it also requires responsibility. I have to take responsibility for my life, for my actions, for my habits, and how they are ultimately shaping and deciding my destiny and my future. From personal experience, I can tell you that uh, familiarity is the enemy of freedom and the thief of fulfillment. Write that down. From personal experience, I can tell you that familiarity is the enemy of freedom and the thief of fulfillment. So you can't afford to allow familiarity um, to become an enemy to your destiny, your future. You've got to continually expand your mindset and your capacity to embrace change at a different level. I believe that one of the greatest challenges of leadership in the 21st century is to get leaders that understand the importance of embracing change. I talk to so many um, executives and leaders that are just content on doing things one way. This is the way we've always done it. And I'm like, the way you've always done it is not working. So what are you going to do differently? Because if you don't make some adjustments, you're going to get left behind. And not only are you going to get left behind, but you're going to become irrelevant in your industry. And so if you want to maintain your edge, you've got to evolve. I can't say that enough. In order to maintain your edge, you have to evolve. And a lot of people in the world are not willing to evolve, and this is the reason that they are not experiencing the quality of life that they should be enjoying. If you want to change your life, you need to develop the courage to leave the familiar and step into the great unknown. We talked about that a little bit in the last episode about how we have this great fear and trepidation around the unknown in, in our lives. Or maybe that's just me, but I know there are some other people out there. I'm a very... Um, analytical person. I'm a deep thinker. And so, you know, when you start talking about these unknown places and territories, my brain goes into overdrive. And what about this? And what about this? And have we considered this? And ABC and XYZ and da 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 You know, my brain just goes into overload. But what I've discovered is that the most rewarding and the fulfilling life that I wanted was required me to step into the unknown. That means that, Jamel, as much as you love to be analytical, you don't know all the variables. You don't know all of the intricacies, but you still have to be willing to pursue the life that you say that you want. And I think that that unknown becomes such a barrier to so many people embracing life at the next level instead of becoming the exciting adventure that it can be if you embrace your prophetic future. Um, you will never create a deeper life until you are willing to dive into the great unknown. You will never create a fulfilling or deeper life without developing the courage to dive into the great unknown. Diving into the great unknown can be frightening. However, it is also very fulfilling. And so if you want to experience fulfillment at a different level, I dare you to dive into the great unknown. Um, diving into the unknown will require you to embrace development. Yes, you have to embrace development, and development is one of those things that a lot of people just don't like. Um, I don't know who has told us that success just comes easy, that there are no sacrifices, that there are no um, prices that have to be paid, that there are no um, 
things that have to be accounted for. A lot of people just think they're just going to be successful, and so they just want to think positive thoughts and speak positive words, and they think their lives are just going to change, and they're missing this critical piece that goes into it, which is development. A lot of people dream of things that they are not developed to embrace. I mean, you can dream about it all day long, but if you're not developed, there are certain things that you will never access or walk into in your life. second dimension of development is developing the wheel. We talked about the developing of self last week, and now we want to talk about the development of the wheel. I feel like this is so important. I'm often asked by many people for the most important keys to success. While most people give easy answers like hard work and passion, I always give unconventional answers that leave some people puzzled. So, you know, some people say, oh, you just got to have passion and work hard. Well, let's be honest. There are a lot of people that are passionate and work hard, and they're not successful. So there's more to the equation than passion and hard work. There's more to the equation than perseverance. If you really want to know why I'm successful, then I can tell you that it's directly related to the development of my will. I know some people will say, no, it's not, Jamel, it's your mindset. Well, before I had this mindset, I had to work on my will. Some people say, well, Jamel, it's your communication. Well, before I had the communication, I had to work on my will. Some people will say it is your love for people and your passion to see leaders develop and um, your inspiring quality to want to make a difference in the world. All of that is good, but all of that would not be possible if I didn't work on my wheel. See, what we don't understand is that many people want a deeper life, but they don't have the wheel to create a deeper life. Write that down. Many people want a deeper life, but they don't have the wheel to create a deeper life. I can talk to a person for two minutes, and I can tell you within that two-minute conversation how far that individual is going to go with their life. And I've walked away from some people, and I say, wow, they're going to do extraordinary things with their life. I've walked away from other people, and I say they're not going to go very far. And sadly but truly, um, those insights have been accurate over and over again because I'm looking for this quality of the wheel. I'm not looking at your words. I'm not impressed with people that use a lot of words. I'm not impressed with uh, people that have a lot of personality and charisma because I've seen it all, and some of those people are living the most mediocre life. I'm not impressed with any of that. I'm looking for the wheel um, to create a deeper and a more meaningful life. And unfortunately, that's not a quality you find in a lot of people because uh, most people, the moment that they see the descent of challenges or adversity in their lives, they give up. And they tell, you know, they'll call me or they'll reach out to me and they'll, oh, Jamel, my life is other. And I'm like, is that all that stopped you? And you can tell that some people get offended, but it's like, my goodness, if that's all and that stopped you, you don't want it bad enough. And some people say, how dare you? How arrogant of you to say. It's not an issue of arrogance. It's I know what it's going to take and that's not it. You don't want it enough. You're not determined enough to get to the life that you say you want. And that shows me a weak will, and a weak will will never produce a strong life. Write that down. A weak will will never produce a strong life. You've got to have more than a dream. You've got to have more than an aspiration in your heart. You've got to have the will to create a deeper life. A want is nothing more than a wish or a hope expressed. So a lot of people want things, a lot of people dream of things, a lot of people hope for things, but that is nothing more than a wish or hope expressed. A want cannot be converted into a desire and a reality without the engagement of your will. A want cannot be converted into a desire or reality without the engagement of your will. So you can want and desire something all day, but without the engagement of your will, that thing will never happen and become a reality in your life. And so one of the questions that I ask people, especially when they say, oh, Jimmy, I want to work with you. I want to do this with you. Can you help me get here? And I ask them this question, how bad do you want it? And based on this response, 
a lot of people fail the test, and I say, we can't do this right now. And you can see the sadness. You can see the bewildered look on their face. I know they're not ready yet because they don't want it enough. Um, they, they, they have not engaged the wheel fully to see that thing become a reality in their lives. The wheel then is not uh, fanciful thinking or good intentions. What we have to understand is that the wheel is the inner strength um, the inner strength, unrelenting resolve, and unbreakable focus to see a project, plan, purpose, vision, or goal through to the very end. Let me say that again. The wheel is the inner strength, unrelenting resolve, and unbreakable focus to see a project, plan, purpose, vision, or goal through to the very end. So as you look at your life, you look at your goals, your intentions, the things that you want to manifest, do you have the inner strength? the unrelenting resolve and the unbreakable focus to see that thing become a reality in your life. The wheel then is a compass that has the ability to chart the course to success in your life. You want to know how I am the way that I am, how I've done the things that I've done, how do you write 11 books, how um, have you had a podcast going this long? How have you earned the respect of as a thought leader around the world, a visionary leader? How have you impacted the lives that you've impacted? It goes back to the wheel. I've had many opportunities to quit and to give up, but my wheel will not let me stop short of success and prosperity in my life. And so I'm telling you that if you are going to live a deeper life, you're going to have to develop the wheel to do it. The wheel is what ultimately directs you to the life of your dreams. And so if you want to live the life of your dreams, you want to manifest your greatest potential, you want to do extraordinary things with your life, you got to develop your wheel. Everything that is unfolding in my life right now, I have wheeled into manifestation. Notice what I did not say. I did not say that I hoped it into manifestation. I did not say I wished it into manifestation. I did not say I aspired it into manifestation. Everything that is unfolding in my life right now, I have willed it into manifestation. And everything um, that you feel is being withheld from you must be willed into manifestation. A lot of people, they want to complain, complain, complain. This is not happening. That is not happening. I'm not seeing the breakthrough or the result I want to see in this area. Well, we can keep talking about it, but at the end of the day, whatever you continue to uh, vocalize, you are um, ultimately empowering that thing. And so do you want to empower a negative statement? Because it's just going to create a negative reality for your life. So instead of feeling like something is being withheld, why don't you wheel that thing into manifestation? And what does that mean? Your wheel is a resiliency of spirit and determination of attitude and strength of character that will not let you settle for a second-class life. Let me say it again. Your wheel is a resiliency of spirit determination of attitude, strength of character that will not let you settle for a second-class life. Your will refuses to let you settle short of the goal. Write that down. Your will refuses for you to settle short of the goal that you desire to accomplish in your life. The will not only finds the strength to keep going, um, the will finds a prize that is worth persevering for. I need to stay here for a moment. The wheel not only finds the strength to keep going, but it finds a prize that is worth persevering for. A lot of people are not successful because they have not found anything that is worth persevering for. They have low goals. They have low ambitions. They have low intentions for their lives. And so because they don't have anything great to aspire to, uh, they don't have the tenacity that they need to keep going and see certain things become a reality in your life. So I always tell people, don't set unrealistic goals, but set lofty goals. Set goals that are going to challenge you beyond your comfort zone and what's familiar to you and what you know you can easily hit and target and cheer for yourself every year because you've hit that same goal. What are you going to do differently that's going to step outside of the box 
and push the boundaries of your potential and what's possible for you. What I've discovered is that the will sees a result and relentlessly pursues it. The will sees a result and relentlessly pursues it. Anybody that knows me will tell you when there is a goal or an intention or a vision in sight for Janelle, I am going to relentless. I'm like a bulldog. It's going to take every ounce of human strength to detach me from that thing. And this is how I know that most people don't have the will to do it. You know you don't have the will for something when you're easily distracted. Most people can't even focus. They can't focus for 10 minutes. I can focus for hours and be undistracted and unbothered for hours. So people are like, how have you become a high achiever in what you do? I can focus. A lot of people can't focus, and it's why they're not succeeding at the level that they want to succeed. There are many people that may appear stronger than me and may even have more opportunities than me, but you will not find many people that have my will to win. My will has been uh, developed as I have overcome challenges and um, triumphed over adversity in my life. My adversity, my trials, tribulations, tests, storms, all of those things have built um, my will to win in a way that a lot of people have not. In moments where I have most wanted to quit, my will would not allow me to stop short of victory. My will does not see defeat as an option. And I think that that is one of the things that has so empowered and contributed to my success. It will not let me stop short. You know, there are so many times where bad news or difficult news or um, something that just was heartbreaking happened in my life. And, uh, you know, the people around me, I know they're, they're, they're watching, like, how is he going to respond to this? And when they see me get up with a smile on my face and say, okay, that's, that didn't work, but we're going to find another way to do this, it, it, and the people around me say, it just tells us that anything is possible because we've seen you overcome this and that. And all of these limitations and restrictions and things that have tried to stop you, and you've kept going and you've continued to win. And I tell people that's just how I'm wired. I can't accept defeat. I can't accept anything short of victory and triumph in my life. And I want to help you develop that kind of mentality and spirit that won't let you stop short of the goal that you have for yourself. In order to develop your will, you must, number one, work on your mind. If we were to examine the anatomy of the wheel, I would say the first component would be the mind. Now, you know, if I really start talking about the mind, we won't finish this episode because that is like my lane when we start talking about my mind more than anything else has contributed to my success. Um, a lot of people say a lot of different things, but for me, it was my mindset that changed the trajectory of my life, and it will be your mindset that shifts your life to the next level. Uh, your mind does not just store thoughts and collect experiences. I know that's what we've been trained to believe, but your mind is the warehouse for your beliefs, attitudes, perspectives, and convictions. Write that down. Your mind is the warehouse for your beliefs, attitudes, perspectives, and convictions. In other words, whatever lives in your mind shapes what you think, how you process your experiences, and how you perceive the world around you. Whatever lives in your mind shapes what you think, how you process your experiences, and how you perceive the world around you. So it's very important what you allow to live and to occupy and to take up mental real estate in your mind. Um, I'm very intentional about what I think about because what you think about, you bring about. And a lot of us have become controlled by the machinery of culture. You're controlled by social media, your timeline, your feed, your DMs. Um, and what you don't realize that you say you're connecting, but you're not really connecting, and you're more uh, distant from your goals and your dreams than you've ever been. We're so absorbed in what's happening in everybody else's life that we can't live our own. And, you know, when people begin to tell me, did you hear about this? And I said, oh, that's wonderful, but I'm focused on more important things. 
Um, I'm not interested in the latest celebrity gossip and the latest this and the latest that. I'm very focused on what I want to see manifest in my life, and I realize that what I give to, I give power to. What I give focus to, I give power to, and what I concentrate on, um, I begin to um, ultimately allow it to control the trajectory and the direction of my life. So you got to be very careful with what you are thinking about because what you're thinking about begins to penetrate and proliferate your mind and it begins to determine what is possible for your life. And so you got to be very intentional. I'm very intentional about what I consume, what I allow my eyes to see, what I allow my mind to think about, the conversations I entertain, the people that I invite into my circle. All of these things are shaping your thinking at a level that you would not even believe. And so you got to be very intentional about what you allow to live in your mind. Uh, whatever is embedded in the mind engineers the moments of your life. Let me say it again. Whatever is embedded in the mind begins to engineer the moments of your life. And I've talked about this. I won't keep going into it. Whatever is not consistent with your beliefs will never manifest in your life. Write that down. Whatever is not consistent with your beliefs will never manifest in your life. So a lot of people come to me and they say, Jamel, I've tried to think positive thoughts. I tried it for two days. I tried it for two weeks. I say, well, I've been doing this for years. You don't do this in two weeks. You don't do this in two months. you got to do this consistently. And the reason that a lot of people are not getting results is because they uh, are not consistent with their beliefs. And a cycle cannot be broken until you become consistent in a belief system. And so you got to deal with the inconsistencies in your thinking that are robbing you of the improvements and the progress that you want to see. You cannot force a way of thinking. You must frame a way of thinking. Write that down. You cannot force a way of thinking. You have to frame a way of thinking. And a lot of people are trying to force it. I haven't forced it. I have framed it. I have trained my mind. You need to read the book. I got the book, Upgrade Your Mind. Read the book. Um, I have trained my mind to think at a different level. I haven't forced this. I've trained it. So when certain thoughts try to come into my mind, my mind rejects it because I've built a framework. This doesn't fit within the parameters of my framework, so I don't accept that thought. And you have the ability to reject thoughts and to not give them residence in your mind as well. But you can't force this. You have to frame your thinking. And it takes time to do this. You don't do this overnight. You don't do this in a few days. It is a lifestyle that you have to do consistently if you want to produce certain results in your life. This means that every output is the result of what to the mind. So you need to be careful. People that consume a lot of garbage and trash every day, you're going to get trash out because that's what you're inputting into the mind. So you need to be very intentional and careful about, see, I know the power of the mind. A lot of people are like, oh, that's overboard. I don't have to do that. But you don't have the results either. All you have is an opinion. I have a framework and results that work and have not only worked for me but worked for people around the world. So I'm not just telling you something I heard. I'm telling you what I know. And if you really want to get to the next level, these are things you have to do. The mind will only produce for you what you're planning in it. You've heard me say before, your mind is a garden. You have to cultivate the garden of your mind, and you've got to plant the right things. Get rid of toxic, negative thoughts and put thoughts of purpose and possibility into your mind and watch what begins to happen in your life. It changes everything. It is impossible uh, to develop your will without discovering, developing what you believe. Excuse me. It's impossible to develop your will without first uh, developing what you believe. What you believe not only determines what you feel, but it also determines who you become. So take some time to explore. Matter of fact, do that in your breakthrough journal this weekend. Take some time to explore what do you believe because that is really going to determine what you build and who you become. It's been said that uh, you can rise no higher than your self-worth. Well, I want to rebrand that and say that um, all self-worth is born from self-belief. All self-worth is born from self-belief, and you, you can build your life no higher than your beliefs. 
So whatever you are believing is determining what's building and constructing the reality of your life. Number two, work on your heart. We only see the heart as the organ that pumps the blood, but the heart is the seat of your conscience and the core of your convictions. In other words, your heart is the uh, central command center of your life, and whatever influences your heart decides your destiny. Uh, You need to deal with matters of the heart. A lot of people are harboring bitterness, envy, unforgiveness, all of these things in their hearts, but they want to uh, live a deeper and more meaningful life. You've got to let this stuff go, and you've got to take your personal power back. I took my personal power back a long time ago, and I refused to ever give it away again. Um, you have to guard that because without your personal power, you become a puppet that is controlled by other people. And so you think that you holding on to that grudge is getting back at them, but all it's doing is taking your life and taking time away from you that could be spent fulfilling your purpose and realizing your potential. Uh, What we have to understand is that whatever infects the heart hijacks your healing and endangers your freedom. And freedom is not something that you want to be encroached upon. You've got to protect that freedom, and you do that by guarding your heart. Anything you engage in without the heart will always fail. And a lot of people are trying to be successful, but the heart is not in it, and that's why they continue to experience the same failure and defeat over and over again. The rhythm of your life stops without Uh, the beating of your heart. The heart is the place of passion. And without passion, there is no pursuit. And without pursuit, all possibilities die. The heart is the place of commitment. And commitment is the driving force for all change that will happen in your life. And finally today, you have to work on your soul. I define it as this. Perfect your inner world. Understand that your outer world is simply a reflection of your inner world. A lot of times we don't understand why we're so unhappy and so miserable and frustrated with our lives, and it's because we never take the time to go within. We're always looking for something, a relationship, a sexual encounter, a drink, some substance or things to make us feel fulfilled, and we're not checking in on the inside to determine why we're feeling the way that we're feeling. And whatever uh, we mask on the inside will always manifest on the outside. And so we can try to go through the motions and uh, do a bunch of things that only make us more miserable and destroy our lives, or you can take the time uh, to begin to go within and really find out what's happening in your life. What I've discovered is that your unwillingness to address what's happening within you will hijack the wholeness um, that you desire to see in your life. And so you got to go within. If you want to be whole, if you want to be free, if you want to live a life of significance, you got to be willing to go within so that you can get to that place of freedom. Your inner world deals with your knowledge of self, awareness of self, concept of self, and your emotions. So you got to know yourself, you got to be aware of yourself, which we talked a lot about last episode, and your concept of yourself has to be right along with your emotions. You will never reflect externally what you neglect internally. Another question I want you to write about in your journal, what are you neglecting internally? Because I watch a lot of busybodies. I'm very, um, what's the word, I'm very suspect when I see busybody individuals, people that can't be still, they always got to be running and doing this and this and that. A lot of times those are people that are afraid of stillness and afraid of quietness and being alone with their thoughts. They don't like that. So they're always busy because they are neglecting the inner world. And I want you to take some time and determine what are you neglecting internally? Why can't you slow it down and shut out the noise and really focus on what's important in your life? Uh, Many times we don't win uh, because we don't feel worthy. Oh, boy, could I do a whole series on that. Uh, We don't win because we don't feel worthy. And then 
when God does send the opportunities and certain things into our lives, we begin to push that because we don't feel worthy. And that goes back to this work on the inside that we haven't done. And we have to address that. And if you don't, I'm talking to you from personal experience, it will sabotage your success if you don't deal with it. And so uh, we don't feel worthy because we're not whole. And so you got to get to a place of wholeness in your life. It's hard to develop the will to win from a place of brokenness. And when you don't feel worthy, you don't feel like you deserve certain things in your life, you are dealing with a broken and a fractured soul, and you have to begin to work on that so that it doesn't become a barrier to your freedom. You have to take time to address what's not working to get to a place of wholeness in your life. You cannot ignore the pain and expect your life to get better. You cannot ignore the deep feeling of insignificance and meaninglessness in your life and expect your life to become whole. You got to take the time to address those areas and we have to identify what crushed the spirit before we can cultivate the will to win. A lot of us are suffering from a broken spirit. And I don't know how your spirit was broken. It might have come through your family and words that were spoken over your life in a different season. It may have come through a relationship that really scarred you and traumatized you. It may come from um, personal failure or uh, personal indiscretion that happened in your life that produced this shame and misery over you. But whatever it is, you got to deal with the brokenness of your spirit so that you can get whole. And I really believe that one of the reasons that God put me on this planet is to help people to do the work so that they can get whole in their lives. A lot of people won't tell you the truth because they don't love you enough to tell you the truth, but I love you enough to tell you the truth. It doesn't matter what stage or status or economic group a person is in. Uh, One thing people will tell you, Jamel is going to tell you the truth, and I'm going to look beyond the painted smile and the designer labels and all of the mirage that we put on to mask our unhappiness with our lives, and I'm going to force you to get real with yourself. Why do I do that? Because I've had to do that in my own life, and it has made all the difference. People ask me, how do you keep going? How do you continue to do the work that you do despite everything that has happened? And the moments that I know you've wanted to give up, I do it because I know the transformation that has happened in my life, and I want to see that same transformation for you as well. And so today we've delved into the second uh, development, which is development of your will. You want to know who Jamel Sanders really is, why I am who I am, why I am the way I am, why I do things the way I do them. It's because I've developed my will, and my will does not let me settle for mediocrity doesn't let me settle for average. It doesn't let, let me settle for a second-class life. My will has demanded excellence of me, and that is why I do everything at a high-level, world-class level because my will won't let me do anything else. And so if you get anything out of this episode today, I want you to develop your will for success and prosperity. Um, how bad do you really want it? Um, because you keep sitting that year after year telling yourself, this is my year, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, but you're not doing it. And why are you not doing it? Because you don't really have the will to do it. you got to develop your will. It's one thing to be excited. It's one thing to be motivated. But as you've heard me say, I don't live off of motivation and inspiration. I don't need it. I know how to produce results in my life consistently. And that's what I want for every person. But I only do that because I've developed my will to do it. And I'm telling you, if you develop your will, the will is a game changer. It will distinguish you. It will um, elevate you in a way that you would not even begin to believe that was possible for your life. So I hope you've gotten something out of this today. I'm so full. I feel like there's so so much more that I could even – begin to deposit into you, but I feel like that was a good foundation of developing your will for success and prosperity. Thank you so much for 
uh, giving me this opportunity to do life with you and to serve you. Please reach out on social media. I would love to hear how you've been impacted by uh, this series so far. I told you it was deep, and it's going to get even deeper. So thank you so much, and I'll see you again next for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Thanks for joining us for the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Always remember, your life has purpose. Your potential is limitless. And only you can define your legacy.